You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The lights are out. The game is over. But we're just getting started. He got it! It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on the Bay Area's sports station. 95.7. The game. What a night here at Oracle Arena for the Golden State Warriors and really just sports in general. As uh, It was a wild national championship game. The Golden State Warriors are with the win 124 to 114 and they just continue to roll. Steph Curry now is just ever since he has been back. He has just been filling it up. 176 points in 161 minutes since his return. Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. Chris Towns and Matt Steinmetz taking your phone calls at 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. So much going on in sports. It's really, really a great time. You think about the Warriors watching the national title game in the Crown Royal Club with a lot of Warrior fans, knowing tomorrow they're going to announce John Gruden. Just a wild ride right now in sports. Yeah, and uh, Curry's return has been nothing short of spectacular. I mean, he has come out in these games since the injury, and he has shot the ball just extremely well. He's raised his three-point shooting percentage, Townie, from 38 to 41.5%, and that's just in the four or five games since he's come back. So he's shooting over 50% from three-point range uh, since he came back, and, and he's carrying the Warriors right now without Durant. He really is. Yeah, I remember when we addressed that. You know, we were talking about, hey, he's at 38%, and it's not that great, or not, you know, for him. You know, it's different when you judge him versus pretty much everybody else. But, yeah, absolutely red hot. What do you think that break really did for him? That's a good question. I I think he was probably ready to come back sooner than they brought him back, but they didn't want to take a chance on it because he came back and just hit the ground running in a big way. And he hasn't stopped. So what I, what I think is that he probably, would he miss 11 games, he probably could have come back after five or six. But they figured, why not just give him some more rest? And I think they're probably doing the same thing with Durant right now. Uh, we were talking about that a little bit in the, in the warm-up show. The Warriors and Kerr are taking no chances this year. So if, if Steph Curry wakes up tomorrow and says, you know, my, my heel hurts a little bit. He'll sit Wednesday. There's just no way they're going to take any chances with anything at this point. Yeah, the luxury that they have to do that, because so many times in sports when your best players, your star players, when they start sniffing being ready to go, you want to get them out there as fast as possible. This is something that's really rare in the history of sports where you can say, you know what? We're not going to put you back out on the floor, on the field, on the ice until you are truly 100% ready to go. Because so many times, as we talk about it, Matt, you're never really 100%. But this is the type of deal where you're allowing these guys to truly come back from the injury as close to 100% and get that rest to where, yeah, you're not coming back with some nagging stuff going on. You feel great. Yeah, and everything they're doing right now is for the postseason. There's absolutely no doubt about it. And I'm looking at this box score right now, Townie. And 
Kerr uses 10 players in the first quarter again. He ends up using, what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 11 for the night. Um, if you look at the bench minutes, you get Bell with 16, McCaw with 13, Nick Young with 15, Caspi 14, Livingston 14, and West 16. So the bench is getting good, legitimate minutes. And he's trying to keep everybody as fresh as possible right now. And he, he basically said that. He said that one of the things – I'm talking about Steve Kerr. He said that one of the things he learned from Phil Jackson is to try to keep everybody in the mix – even though players will fall in and out of the rotation, even when a player's out of the rotation, he'll sometimes go to him just periodically to keep him fresh. And you look at the box score tonight, and the, and the bench has, what, 21, 33, over 40 points. So anytime you get over 40 points from the bench, you'll take that in a heartbeat. As you mentioned, the threes tonight, the Warriors made 13 threes. So that means tomorrow morning, Joe Lowe and Dibbs will be giving away a pair of JBL headphones Tomorrow at 8, 12 a.m. Don't forget, every time the Warriors hit 12 or more three-pointers, the morning show will give away JBL headphones to a lucky listener. This was just kind of a, a typical game, what we see where the Nuggets hunt around. They got a lot of young players, as Tim was just talking about in the post-game show with Jim Barnett. They got a ton of young players, but in the end, just not enough to stay with the Warriors, especially here at Oracle. Yeah, they do have an interesting team, and the reason that the Warriors, I don't want to say the Warriors have trouble with them, but the reason that Denver can play with the Warriors is because they have three really big-time guards, and that's Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, and Will Barton. Now, Barton wasn't as good as he was last game uh, here tonight, but he's a big threat off the bench usually, and they have they have these these guards who can score, and if they can get you into a game where they get three quarters into the game and they're hanging in there, and we even saw it tonight, they got down 14 or 15. The next thing you know, it got to be a seven-point game. When you have guards who are that explosive, and we see it with the Warriors, with Clay and, and Steph, you're never really out of a game. And so if you can keep it close, you put together a three, four-minute stretch late, you can win the ball game. And, and it's not like they almost did that. Uh, tonight, but the reality is, is they've got enough firepower that they can score against the Warriors, and they give them good ball games. For they've they've beaten the Warriors um, once in at least uh, last four years. They've beaten them one time each season. So that's more than a lot of teams can say when they go play the Warriors. The number is triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. That's triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. And you just think about where we were not too long ago, Matt, when we were starting to look at the standings, and you're looking up, going, "Well, the Warriors are going to chase the Rockets and this thing." Well, now a thirty-three and eight, a four-game lead in the Western Conference. Yeah, and I don't think that's going to go anywhere either because Harden's banged up and it looks like he's going to be out another couple weeks. Kawhi Leonard's now hurt again. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard's hurt again. I mean, I guess the only team really they got to worry about are the Celtics uh, because the Celtics, I think, are hanging in there. Uh, Cleveland's losing left and right right now. Celtics are 33-10. and 10. Yeah, so the Celtics are still hanging in there a little bit. But... You know, the one thing that matters to Steve Kerr is home court throughout the playoffs. So that is one thing that that he does take seriously, that he wants to get the best record so that they they have the home court advantage. And they can win without it, but it's a lot easier to win with it. 
How about Kerr after the game talking about Steph's defense, especially after a game where Steph was so good, where he had 32 points. That's the 12th time this year he's had at least 30 points in a game, six in his last seven games. And there's Steve Kerr talking about his defense. And his turnovers. He had six turnovers tonight. Um, Hasn't had a lot of big turnover nights this year compared with years in the past. Now, uh, he's not averaging as many turnovers or as many assists as he has uh, since his third year in the league. So that tells me he's not handling the ball as much as he has in the past, and that's evident because Draymond Green is racking up a lot of assists for this team. What did He, he had 10 assists tonight, Draymond Green. So the Warriors, they don't play typically in that they put the ball in Curry's hands and they just let him go. They do that occasionally. But basically their offense is based on five players touching the ball, and that's why Curry's assists and turnovers are down a little bit this year. But, man, he has been scoring a bunch ever since he came back. The number is 888-957-9570. Warriors with the win over the Nuggets, 124-114. to We're going to take your calls. We'll hear from Steve Kerr. We'll hear from the Warriors as we roll on right here. It's Warriors Wrap-Up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. listening to Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors Wrap Up brought to you by Arlo Smart Home Security. Warriors with the win over the Nuggets 124-114. to 114. It's now time for the play of the game brought to you by American Express. Proud partners of the Golden State Warriors. Curry now with 58 seconds. A heat check. Three. It's good. He's in his fourth in a row from distance. And the Warriors lead by 14. 91-77. Was that about 30-footer? <laughs> Great call by Tim Roy. Nobody gets Oracle rocking like Steph Curry. It's amazing. Once he gets going and the crowd just feeds off his energy, it's something special. Yeah, it really is. I'll tell you what else is something special. I can't believe this. You know, I'm not a guy, Townie, who looks at the stats after every game. You know, David West is shooting 64% from the floor. 64% from the floor, David West. 1,000 career regular season games. Wasn't that long ago we were sitting out at Lake Merritt talking about, is this it for him? Is he going to retire, not come back with the Golden State Warriors? And Steve Kerr joked tonight, yeah, I'd like to sign a three-year deal. But, I mean, the way he's playing, because you only need him to play so much. Yep. And it's just that jumper is so automatic. And he brings so you know he brings so many good qualities for you on the floor, off the floor, because he's definitely that type of guy as a veteran player. Everybody is going to look up to a guy that's had a career like this and his stature in that locker room. Well, and the fact that he's shooting sixty four percent and the the bulk of his game are face up eighteen footers, that even makes it more impressive. Now he gets some stuff around the basket. Don't get me wrong, but his bread and butter is the face-up from, from 18 feet, and to be shooting 64-plus percent from out there mostly is pretty amazing. And the fact that, look, the, the Warriors, I mean, they're shooting over 50% now as a team this year. They shoot 50, tonight they shot 56.5%. So 
just do the math. I mean, if they're going to shoot 50% from the floor and they're going to be able to stay in games rebounding, and if they don't turn the ball over, if you do the math, it doesn't work out. It's going to be real hard for the Warriors to get beat if they take care of the ball and if they keep shooting it like they're shooting it. How about that? 1,000 career regular season games for David West, double figures for the third straight game, and it's him and Livingston. They don't have to give it to you every single night, but on the nights you need them, they have that ability, whether they're playing in the 15-minute range, to give you what you need, especially on the nights you're actually going to need some points. Tonight you got 10 from West. You got 11 from Sean Livingston. Yeah, I thought Jordan Bell had a nice game tonight. And he's been, I wouldn't say struggling, but he's hes fallen off just a little bit, Jordan Bell. I don't know if it's the rookie wall or if the opposition's figuring him out a little bit or he's in just a little bit of a slump, but he, he hasn't been as explosive, let's say, as he has been early in the season. And yet tonight, I thought he was pretty good. He had, what, six points, eight rebounds, a couple of assists. A uh, good 18-minute uh, stint for him. He, he was active. He blocked a shot. Uh, that's what they need out of Jordan Bell, that kind of play where he's his athleticism really stands out, and I thought it did tonight. Yeah, you think about these guys who come in from college basketball, and it's just not the games. It's the travel. Everything is so different. you know. Because once you get into essentially conference play, you're staying in the same region. Yeah, you might go to Hawaii, play at Christmas time, or you might play a tournament here where you play a bunch of games. But for the most part, you only have a couple games a week, and your your travel schedule isn't that bad. Now, obviously, you're going to class, too, which, which makes a difference. But all of a sudden, you go from that to the NBA to where now you're taking road trips to the East Coast, to the Central Time Zone. I mean, it's, it's the travel and the wear and tear is so far different from what you're doing in college. Yeah, and the games just keep coming. I mean, they just keep coming, three, four a week, and they never stop. You don't get a break of a week or two like most colleges have over the holidays. And so most rookies will go through a period where they, they get stale, uh, they get a little bit flat, and maybe that's what Jordan Bell's having right now. Although, like I said, I thought he played pretty well tonight, uh, for sure. He's going to be somebody that they're want to they're going to want to keep fresh too come the playoffs because I, I'm interested to see how Kerr's going to use him in the postseason because I think he can use him in real short stretches uh, to kind of change the pace of a game or the tempo of a game. But I don't know if he's going to be comfortable using him, let's say, eight minutes at a stretch because then in a playoff game or a playoff series, maybe he gets some diminishing returns there. Uh, but if he can bring the athleticism and he can bring the energy, he's going to find his way onto the court, at least for some stretches in the postseason. Do you think there's something to the fact that the way the rotation works, it's kind of all over the place at times, to where for a rookie, like you, you just don't really know when that time is going to be where this is truly go time or certain nights where you're not going to get there's, there's not There hasn't been a whole lot of consistency. Hell, there's been times where he hasn't even played. Yeah, and, and he'll do that to a young player. He won't do that to an older player. But, yeah, you look at tonight, Kevon Looney didn't play. Well, you know what? Looney's been playing pretty well. In fact, Looney's been playing better than Bell maybe the last week or to ten days. But tonight he doesn't use Looney, and then he brings, uh, he brings Bell in. Uh, McCaw will go some stretches where he plays, and then he won't play. 
JaVale McGee. I mean, he's obviously been in the been around the league in a while, uh, but but he's kind of a player that Kerr will go to pretty much when he feels like it. But when you're talking about Iguodala, when you're talking about Livingston, and when you're playing about and we're talking about Caspi, etc. Am that I, is, that am I is, hearing myself over that the radio is you right going now? over wow. Noah the loudspeakers here. Wow. Um, kind of need to turn that down. Whoever just turned that up is that'll be the echo of us in in uh, in our own ears. I wonder. Uh, so now I'm not on anymore because what I could say that's going out over the arena. So I could say like Draymond Green stinks. <laughs> He's terrible. <laughs> and what was Kerr thinking tonight? Maybe I could catch him on the way out. See if I can get their attention. <laughs> that was very interesting, yeah, was, right there. That's that was, never that really strange. happened before. I also lost my train of thought too. Uh, David West was the other veteran that he'll he'll give. Uh, consistent minutes too off the bench well yeah we were just not too long ago talking about where looney was being praised by him after the game and we said you know what a great job that's where he gets it where he right. understands that the certain players you don't need to pump up clay after the game you don't need to do it with steph or draymond that here you go looney had that good game he propped him up after the game you know that works real well in the locker room and here you go dnp tonight yeah that's the problem when you play for the world champions and you're a young player and they've got what? Oh, that's not me. That's Steph Curry. Yeah, now it's going to be Steph. Gotcha. Uh, it's going to be a fun postgame, no, Steiny, at 888 Got to battle through the distractions. Uh, yeah, when you're a young player and you're on a team this good, you better take what you can get. Beggars can't be choosers. And whether you're Jordan Bell or Patrick McCall, those are two second round picks. So what they get, they have to be they have to be uh, excited about and they have to make the most of it. And if they if they're too cool to do that, they won't play very much. <laughs> it's really that simple. And you know, that's one that's one of the reasons that Steph uh, or Steve Kerr can get positive contributions out of players for most of uh, most of the night. Yeah, I mean, when, when you start looking at the bench tonight and you look at Bell going for over 18, McCulver 13, uh, Nick Young got over 15, Caspi 14. So you look at the minutes and it allows you, which we have talked about, is not having to play your stars. I mean, that's a, that is such a big key that you don't see the Warriors star players logging these huge minutes. No, I mean, we were talking about Curry's statistics earlier in the season, and this year he's averaging 32 and a half minutes a game. I mean, that's not, that's not much at all. I mean, that's, that's a great number for a player who's in his prime. And ideally, you win games by solid margins, and you don't have to play Curry that last seven minutes. And so instead of playing 36, 37 minutes, he's down in the low 30s. So uh, Warriors have a lot going for him right now. And uh, Curry's the biggest thing going for him, and it's amazing. You don't even really – I don't want to say you don't miss Kevin Durant, um, but the Warriors are pretty good without him. (laughs) (laughs) You think about that. Steph misses 11 games. Ah, Kevin Durant's going to sit out. No problem. I know it. It's it's uh, it's an embarrassment of riches for this squad. Here is Steve Kerr after the game talking about what he saw tonight with Steph Curry. 
It was an interesting game for Steph. Um, you know, for anybody else, you look at the box score and you go, man, 32 points and nine assists. But I didn't think he played that well. But this is Steph Curry on a night when he's not maybe at his best. He's still dominating the game in parts. And uh, he hit the, the big shots during that stretch that really kind of uh, created the separation that we needed. What do you think of those comments? I think he's right. I mean, I just think he's absolutely right. We judged Steph Curry early in his career mostly by how many points he scored and how he shot the ball. But over the course of his career, we've realized that he's a leader and he makes this team go a lot of times. And when he doesn't play well, it has an impact on everybody on the court, his teammates. And so when he turns the ball over, chances are they lead to easy baskets because he's committing those turnovers out at the top of the floor. Uh, he, his defense was so-so tonight. He, I, I heard Kerr say he got beat on a couple back doors, which he did. But sometimes the Warriors get into these games where you know they're going to score 110, 120 points, and that's going to happen occasionally because the game's so up-tempo. Uh, but let's put it this way. I, I didn't think Curry was bad tonight. <laughs> I thought he was pretty darn good, and I actually didn't even notice the six assists until I saw the box score afterwards. So, you know, Steve Kerr's – Steve Kerr, you know, he's a – he sees how great Steph Curry is, and he wants him to live up to every facet of it. And tonight he was, what, a B-plus? That's not good enough for Steph Curry. <laughs> what was that moment tonight? You and I are watching it, and the football game had ended, and, and Draymond's coming down, and basically had an easy layup to a dunk. Yeah. Then he fed it back out to Steph for a three, missed it, and Steve Kerr went ballistic. Yeah, he wasn't happy about that. In fact, he just – that. listen, that that's a play that sometimes can get you beat. I mean, Draymond Green's got to take the layup or the dunk. I mean, it was a dunk, and I get it that you kick it out to Curry and he hits a three and this place is going to explode. What ends up happening is he kicks it out to Curry, Curry misses, then they come down and get a three. And instead of being up 14, uh, it's, it's, you're only up nine. And that's a big swing. So the more important the games get, the less that kind of stuff can happen. Here's a little bit more of Steve Kerr on Steph's game tonight. Well, he had six turnovers tonight. You know, I'm fine with three. Three is a good number for Steph. He handles the ball a lot. He makes a lot of plays. Um, So we're not expecting him to be mistake-free the whole game. But six is too many. And then he got beat on some backdoor cuts tonight. Uh, His defense was not as focused as it's been. So he's been so brilliant since he's been back. And obviously top scorer in the game again tonight. But this was uh, not as good of an effort from him. Uh, And he knows that. He'd be the first to tell you. Steve Kerr brought to you by Walnut Creek Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, where saving is simple, online at walnutcreekjeep.com. It's always funny, Townie, when when a coach criticizes a player, and I think sometimes when you start to criticize him, the words come out a little harsher than you think maybe, and then you always will add, or not always, but sometimes you'll add. And, you know, Steph will be the first one to tell you that. And I always, and I always think once in a while, then the reporter goes to Steph. Steph goes, well, I was good tonight. What's he talking about? You know what I mean? But uh, uh, Steph would never do that. Steph would say, yeah, I struggle a little bit on the defensive end. But uh, I think Kerf kind of, kind of realized that 
he was criticizing probably the best player on the floor tonight, and he wanted to make sure that it came across the right way. Yes, it's very interesting how you just put that. We need to talk about that. We'll take your phone calls at 888 We'll hear more from Steve Kerr and Warrior players. It's Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 after the Warriors take down the Nuggets 124-114. to Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. Now gets a, a brush screen from Draymond. Goes over to Curry. He's open. It's good. It's a three. Curry, left-hand dribble on. Craig backs him up. Takes a three. And slid that one through. He's just great, man. You know, he um, he's better than a lot of people. That's all I say. <laughs> he's just better. Better than a lot of guys. And his advantage, he knows he knows his advantages. And he knows angles. His footwork is ridiculous. And he just, just does what he does. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Pretty simple, David West. Steph Curry is just better than most. Better than all but a few, I think. Maybe in the history of the game. That's that's what is the next thing you got to figure out with Steph Curry, how he leaves the game and how he's going to be remembered. Because we know he's one of the best in the league right now. The question is, Where's he going to end up all time? Now you start racking up rings and MVPs. You got to be up there with the greats. And yeah. how about this? I just saw this on ESPN Stats and Info. The Warriors. I mean, just I want you to think about this. When you think about losing a player, a guy like Kevin Durant, who also has is going to have an opportunity to be an all-time great. Kevin Durant, the Warriors, have now won 22 of their last 23 games Kevin Durant has missed. It's incredible. That's in, that, like. I mean, they just went 9-2 and two without Curry. Uh, I think their overall record over two years without Durant is 25-5, and five, which means when he first went out, they lost a couple, and then they got it together, and they haven't lost very many times since. You know. If you think about why that is, the real reason why it is is because they have so much talent. I mean, you'd like to say that, man, they respond well, and this guy does this, and they know how to, But the, the reality is that if Curry's hurt, they, they may still have the best player in the league on their team. And if Durant's hurt, they still may have the best player in the league on their team in Steph Curry. So... They just have so much more talent than everybody else. And when they lose a guy, it's not a big stretch for Clay Thompson to have to pick it up a little bit or Draymond Green because they're star players. The problem is when you lose a star player and you don't have any other star players, then you need role players to play like star players. And that's a different story. So the Warriors, when they miss, a, when they miss one of their core players – I mean, they still have a better roster than probably, what, 90% of the league? Maybe more. They might have the best roster in the league without, if you took if you took Curry off and looked at the Warriors roster, it still might be the best in the league. And if you took Durant off, it still might be in the best in the league with Curry. Uh, if not the best, they're still the top 
three to five. Oh, well, they've already won a title without yeah. Kevin Durant. Yeah. And then you look, you talked about Draymond Green tonight, and just over 35 minutes, he had 23 points, 10 assists, five boards. Here's Steve Kerr talking about Draymond after the game. We only need whatever the game calls for from Draymond. You know, there's games when he might take two shots and we're fine. Some games call for more scoring. Tonight was one of those. I thought they did a good job of, of taking Steph and Clay away on a lot of screens, and, and that opened up Draymond. I told Steph uh, and Draymond early in the game, it felt like 2015. They were He kept getting uh, Draymond in the pocket on that pass because they were blitzing Steph. We haven't seen that in a while. Most people just switch on that and try to play straight up. So it was kind of fun to see that again, and uh, Draymond hit a couple floaters, found a couple guys for for long uh, three-point shots, and uh, he's great. You know, when he can play make in the paint like that and the floor spread, he's really good. Well, there you have it. And Draymond tonight, I mean, you just look at the numbers, how efficient he was. Eight for 12 from the field. Well, and I think maybe the most important stat, Townie, zero technical fouls tonight. <laughs> so he stays at 11, which means he has five more to go before a possible suspension. So he was under control tonight. It's and, the Draymond we like to see. And Steve Kerr addressed that, the technical fouls, tonight after the game. Draymond's smart. He knows exactly how many technicals he has. Uh, if you remember last year, he climbed all the way to 15, and then he stopped getting technicals. So there's a motivation there. You don't want to get fined. You don't want to get uh, suspended. I'll bet you same thing happens. Well, he has been fined 25 k I'd take that bet. I would take that bet right now. That he gets 16? Yeah, that he'll get five more. I think he'll get five more technicals. We're still not halfway through the year, are we, right? 30? No. Oh, yeah, today, we're the, uh, today was the halfway tonight? point, 33-8 and eight now. So they're on pace for 66 wins this year, the Warriors. Uh, I, I would just take that bet, just, just with the odds. The odds would be in my favor. He's on a pace for 22. I'll take the bet that he gets 16. Do you think someone has talked to him about when you start talking about the refs saying the refs are ruining the game and that they should all be replaced? I mean, these men are professionals. This is supposedly the best in the world. And you're talking, I mean, we're saying they should all be replaced. You're saying they all should be fired. All of these guys, these refs are going to hear that. They're going to know that. They're, they're, they're humans. And obviously they're not going to be happy about that now. But they, as professionals, need to not judge Draymond all those comments. But I don't know how that in any way helps your team. I No, it doesn't. I don't, but I don't think he, he cares. I don't think that he looks at it as though doing that puts him in more of a hole. He's just an honest guy, or he, he's, he's, he's honest as he perceives the truth to be anyway. And so I, I don't think he's ever going to kind of give this up. This is who he is. He's never going to be able to win, but he's going to keep trying. I know that. And he was good tonight, but they have a game Wednesday, and, and we'll see what happens Wednesday because – the problem's not the problem is in the heat of the moment. That's the problem. The problem isn't after the game when you talk to him because I'm sure that's when he says, Yeah, I gotta probably gotta settle down a little bit. Well that's easy to do after the game. It's not easy to do for him during the game. Well and and you just how will these guys 
how will they react to Draymond going forward after uh, you say they all should be canned? <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, really, they, he, he's gotten some quick. He's gotten some quick tees lately. Will we start seeing some quicker tees? No, I, I really don't think so. I mean, I really don't. I mean, you I hope in, not. I, I no. I mean, did you? Did, today was the first game that was officiated with Draymond after he said that. I didn't notice anything tonight even remotely out of the ordinary, nor do I expect any of it. Uh, these, these guys, these officials have short memories. I mean, they really do. Uh, they get barked at a lot. They get barked at in certain ways a lot. And the game's over. The game's over. They come out the next night, and they start all over again. So, I, you know, I think Draymond, you know, we'll, I, I don't know how he's going to handle it. You know, two years ago, he, he got suspended in the finals. Last year, it wasn't an issue. He had four technical fouls in the entire postseason. So we'll see. I, I'm not making any bets. But, yes, if you if you made me make a bet, I'd say that he'll end up with 16 or more to def- rather than less To defend than Draymond and everybody else in professional sports, it's been one thing that has always kind of ruffled me is that everybody is able to be criticized but the refs, the umpires, the fact that, these guys do miss calls. These guys do make mistakes. And it's very rare that you get to really talk to them and address this. The fact that they, they are so, they're so guarded. You know, everybody else is open season but these guys. But they play a part in how these games and all the sports. You know, like I want to throw in umpires. I mean, it doesn't matter the sport. Right. They play a part in the outcome of these games, and they can screw up. And then all of a sudden, you know, after a game, you can't talk about that or you're going to get fined. I just think it's not fair. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, the, the last two-minute report will acknowledge mistakes. I mean, I, the, the thing is, if you've – these guys have all played basketball their whole lives. I mean, they know that the refs make good calls. They know the refs make bad calls. And for the most part, everybody understands that. I mean, right now Draymond's going through a thing with the officials. And I expect at some point it'll, I don't want to say even out, but I expect at some point, uh, you know, it won't be as incendiary. Uh, but I think, I think, Part of it is, you know, I, I do think Draymond's got to grow up a little bit. I mean, he's got to, he's got to get more under control. I mean, I don't, there's just no doubt. If he's played basketball too long to have these kind of emotions um, when he's seen it all already. John Dickinson has arrived from the locker room. We'll talk to J.D. as we'll wrap this thing up as Warriors take down the Nuggets 124 to 114. You're listening to Warriors Wrap Up right here on the home of the Golden State Warriors, 95-7 the game, presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. We played phenomenal offense tonight. You know, 33 assists. It's only 16 turnovers. I'll take that, especially when we're trying to make the right play. You're listening to Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. 
win by the Golden State Warriors, 124 to 114. You just heard from Clay Thompson. Now it's time to hear from John Dickinson. And John is brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers. Keep it real. Make it Nations. Now, J.D., great to have you on the program. Chris Townsend, Matt, Matt Steinmetz, along with John Dickinson. And uh, Steve Kerr, after the game, was talking about the Nuggets kind of kind of went old school trying to defend the Warriors. Well, and and not, not just Kerr, but... Stephen Curry as well, just talking about how it was it was almost a throwback. They wanted to take the ball more out of Stephen Curry's hands and open it up for Draymond Green to make plays. And, and you look at it tonight, and that's exactly what he did. There were more shots for Draymond Green. There were more uh, attempts for him to, to lead to assists, and he did that as well. And it's just uh, it's kind of another it's another piece to this puzzle where the Warriors have kind of figured out the way they have to play on a given night, depending upon who they have or who they don't have. You know, you take Durant out, and they can kind of play like they did right before they acquired Kevin Durant. Uh, you know, you take Curry out, and Kevin Durant can be a number one superstar go-to player and, and dominate games, and they can play off of that, and they can win. But let, let's actually hear from Stephen Curry about the way that the Nuggets defended. It was uh, very reminiscent of kind of Coach's first year where, and even before that, I'm, I'm sure they watched a lot of film and saw how open I was getting off, you know, high pick and rolls in transition and wanted to try to take away those early, that early offense. Uh, but we were able to get, it, you know, Draymond in the teeth of the defense at the free throw line, got Dre some open threes, got Clay, you know, some, some weak side opportunities. I was, I was able to finish a, a couple, I think, you know, early and, and from there, the ball was moving, um, and it's just different. Teams like to switch. Teams like to, uh, I guess, I wouldn't necessarily play softer, but try to kind of, you know, corral me with the, with the ball um, a little higher up and and try to take away that three, which is fine. That's that's why, you know why Draymond was able to make all those plays, and and uh, we we try to use that to our advantage. So Stephen Curry there, and and again, kind of what we were talking about. It was it was kind of a turn turn back the clock a little bit in terms of the way they were defended. I think Michael Malone, obviously, from, from his time when, when he was here and he ended up going to Sacramento and he's been coaching the Nuggets now for, for longer than he was even there, it, it's sort of out of the Doc Rivers playbook as well. Try and, and he did it early in the game even on Saturday. Get the ball out of Curry's hands, make somebody else beat you. Well, what ends up happening? Draymond Green goes off, he creates for other players, and Curry still goes for 32. 32. Yeah. On a bad night. And I know you guys were talking about the fact that Steve Kerr, because of the turnovers, didn't really think he had his best night. One interesting thing just about – I mean, the, he's shooting it terrific, though. The Let's offense – no, he's playing outstanding. Yeah. I mean, player of the week. I mean, he's been tremendous. Right. They're 5-0, and and he's just been a superstar in, in the five games. And, and it was funny. There was kind of a comparison between how they played tonight and how they played against the Clippers. And, and Kurt thought they played better against the Clippers. And, like, the shots were there. They had right. better shots. They, he just liked the way they were playing. But he said tonight was a game where the shots were falling, so they were you know, keeping a good lead. And even though maybe they weren't getting quite as good of shots, and, and it was just a night where they had the flow going. Yeah, and Raymond Ritter, the Warriors PR director, just came up and said, you know, halfway through the season, we're 33-8. and eight. If the Warriors get to 60 wins this year, they'll be the only team besides the Showtime Lakers with four consecutive 60-win seasons. And I said, or the way you could look at it is they're on pace this year to win the fewest number of games since Steve Kerr has taken over the team. 
because they're on a 66-16 and 16 pace. Well, you know what? That's a bad record for the Warriors if you look at the last <laughs> well, three years. Well, and isn't it funny, though, how, how – <laughs> We're going to come down their road if that's the case. <laughs> it, feels like, it feels like this year hasn't quite been the same, right? Would we all agree on that? Yeah. But they're yeah. one game off the pace of last year, and they're one game off the pace of 14-15 when they won 67. And, and they won 67, as I always point out to Matt – both years they won the championship, they won exactly 67. So they're on pace right now where if they, they're one game better in the second half, 34-7, and seven, you're right there at 67 again. That's the championship number. Guys, we've been talking about this for the past couple of years. The one thing the Warriors have had is great health. This is the first time where we're seeing Kevin Durant's out. Then you're seeing Steph out. Now Kevin Durant's out. I mean, I mean, last year I know Kevin Durant missed, what, the 19. But for the most part, this has been a really healthy bunch. This year's been a little different. Yeah. No, well, this is out. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, if the Warriors miss guys during the regular season, let's be honest, it's not going to hurt them. And even the early rounds deep. of the playoffs, I would right. say. Now, if you're going to tell me that – Come the second round of the playoffs, they're going to be without Durant or Curry for the entire series. That's a different ball game. Now, that gets a little trickier. Not that they can't win a second-round series or even a conference final without one of those guys, but it definitely becomes trickier. I mean, with all due respect, this regular season stuff where they miss Curry here and there, like I said, they're still – hey, J.D., let me ask you this because I was talking to Townie about this. Let's say you took – Durant off the Warriors or Curry off the Warriors, and the other one remains. Sure. Do they do they still have more talent than any other team in the league? They might. Yeah, that's kind of what I said. If they don't, they're still top three, four talented teams. So when they miss Durant, they're still going to go out and have more talent than most of the opponents that they play during the regular season. In the playoffs, it's going to be a little trickier because the games are different and the teams they're playing obviously are going to be better. But you know what? The other teams around them in the Western Conference can't stay healthy. True. And we're seeing these other teams yeah. with their superstars go down, and they don't have the same firepower just to keep it rolling. Who got hurt tonight that I see? Kyle, oh, Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Really ugly-looking injury. Looked like – and I actually didn't see what the what the talk well, was after the game, but it looked like a hip or something. Well, you know what? I didn't find out exactly, but I think it's not as serious as you think because when uh, – Dwayne Casey was asked after the game about it where he got hurt. Apparently, Dwayne Casey said his butt. So that that's would, a good sign. Exactly. Because, because he, couldn't exactly. Get, he couldn't get. Right. I mean, he, he tried about to get up and walk something. twice yeah. and went right back down to the ground. Yeah. Like that's, he couldn't walk. I mean, that, and that's why I thought at that point, hip, I actually happened to see that. It's uh, back spasms. Okay. Okay. So that's then good. That's, then back, that's actually take a good back thing. back spasms. That's, I mean, it was a nasty fall. Yeah, a nasty fall right on his back, and it looked like maybe even on his side. And they play Toronto, what, in about 10 days? They play Toronto on Saturday. So four or five days. Yeah. So, in other words, they may five play the Clippers Wednesday without Blake Griffin, and they may get Toronto without Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Could possible. It, uh, and who's could, Friday? Friday's Milwaukee. Milwaukee. So look for Antetokounmpo to get banged up. Yeah, and it's officially an acute back spasm. <laughs> acute back spasm. Uh, I mean, that for, uh, for Kyle back spasm is, that's a week. One quick I mean, thing. that's right around a week. Curry went to the locker room while we're talking yeah, about injuries. Right, yeah. With a knee, kind of got re-taped, reworked, and 
he was good to go. He said everything was fine. I thought it was something that happened when he took that fall uh, down here uh, on this end. But uh, he, he everything's good with Curry uh, as far as that goes. Uh, Stephen Curry's footwork came up a lot tonight uh, in the postgame press conference. Uh, you know what, let's hear from David West. Uh, David West, he, he brought up you know, just what makes Stephen Curry so great. I think people get caught up in the flashy stuff, but, um, you know, his, his footwork is, you know, is incredible. I think that's the one thing that, that kind of gets lost in it. You know, if you're a basketball person, you understand that, you know, footwork is sort of the, the foundation. And I don't think we've, you know, seen, you know, the type of footwork he has. He gets his feet set on every single shot. He's never out of range. Um, and he carries the threat to score, you know, all over the floor. So it just makes it, you know, damn near impossible, you know, to contain him. I mean, um, usually if he's off, it's because of the mistakes that he's making, not, you know, the effect that the other team is having on him. I mean, that's the type of talent and ability he has, you know. Yeah, so David West there, and then Draymond Green was later asked when he came to the podium about Curry's footwork, and it got – Draymond Green on a tangent about how oh it's so good he started being having a little fun with it so good should be on Dancing with the Stars now of course Stephen Curry was standing in the back of the press conference room waiting to take his turn he was the final guy to speak to everybody so uh, Draymond having a little fun I I could see Draymond Green on Dancing with the Stars oh I could see Steph I mean you've had some of the greats Jerry Rice Emmitt Smith well now and lately you've had guys Megatron lately you've had guys that are even playing right wasn't Antonio Brown on there yeah so I'd much rather see a, a Zaza Pachulia at a Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> that, that's going to get ratings. Definitely. It's going to get ratings. I mean, what do you want, a big name who's a good dancer or a smaller name who's a lousy dancer? I'd rather have a well, lousy Curry dancer. Would, you imagine the ratings they'd get with uh, Curry on there? Exactly. That'd be amazing. That, that's that's got to be already in the works. Everybody tonight. loves Curry. Got to be in the works tonight. No Anything doubt. else, JD? Before we get out of here, no, just uh, you know, David West, his, his thousandth career game, player, pretty cool. Play. And then you had Matt talking about his stats after the game. His mid-range jumper is so deadly. He's like at sixty-five percent from the floor this year. He's over sixty-four percent. Yeah, I mean, a lot of praise for incredible. David West and, and just his ability as you know on the court, being able to contribute at, at his age, and also a, a guy that everybody kind of goes to. You know, Draymond Green had said after the game that David West is the guy that you want to talk politics. You want to talk about, gosh, what's going on in the world? I, I read this article about this or that. It says they ask him about Bitcoin. They ask him about everything that's going on. How should they invest their money? You know, d- different things like that. Uh, David West getting it done on the court but he's the elder statesman, as Steve Kerr often refers to him as. Also getting it done is Arlo. By the way, I have my first Arlo. I had somebody steal a package off my no, uh, front didn't. porch today. You're, you're just saying this for the... Swear to God. So we're going to... We got, I got the footage. Oh, yeah. UPS dropped it off. Guy came right behind it. Are you serious? Swear to God. While I was at the movies with my kids today. So Arlo picks up everything. They've got the 1080p HD cameras that it, they're phenomenal. They're 100% wire free. It's HD. It's like, like I said, I picked up the guy right away. So I, and then I have it because, you know, the storage in the cloud for seven days. Seven days. Free storage. I got it. Yeah, so, no, I, and the, was it true that you were able to see he had blue eyes? 
Was the camera that good? You could tell he had blue eyes? I can tell you had a Dallas Cowboy uh, jacket on. <laughs> I'll show you the video after. It's pretty amazing. I wonder if it might have been Guru. If it was, I'm going to throw the book at him. Arlo <laughs> Smart Home Security, they take care of your home and they keep you safe. And just a quick note, David West, uh-huh. 65.2% from 15 to 19 feet. Pretty good. Pretty good. That's going to do it for Warriors wrap-up after the Warriors at the halfway point are 33-8 and after they take down the Nuggets, 124-14. to We'll be back on Wednesday. You'll be back tomorrow, 10 to noon. We've got the John Gruden press conference. I'll be back after Beyond the Arc, 7 to 8, and then I'll be on with Michael Urban from 8 to 11. But Warriors with the win. We'll see you all tomorrow right here on 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.